Happy Friday, everyone. Hope you've had a wonderful week. Welcome to Life in a Leo. This is episode 22, and I'm your host, Rebecca Dengrove. This show is brought to you by Rebecca's mom, Leotards. I have a very special show for you today. I did another group interview, and we had so much to discuss, so I'm actually splitting it into two parts. Any guesses on who I spoke with? How long should I keep you guys in suspense? Well, let's get right into the show and not keep you waiting any longer. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Life and a Leo listeners. I have an exciting interview for you today. I'm here with the trio that brings Bruin Banter to life and so much more. Janae Honest, Christine Pang Pang Lee, and Deanna Han. Thank you guys for joining me. Hi. Thank Hello. you for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. Awesome. Well, why don't we start? Why don't we just go around and you guys can introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Deanna Hong. I am best known as the team videographer for UCLA Gymnastics. Um, I've been working with them since the like the end of 2014, so the 2015 season, which would have been Janae's freshman year and Peng's first year competing. Cool. Where did you grow up? I'm from the Bay Area, up near San Francisco. Um, I'm from like a small suburb, like uh, 45 minutes out of the city. Um, and then I moved to UCLA for college, or I moved to LA for college, and I, I did my undergrad at UCLA. Um, and so now I've been here in LA for about eight years. Awesome. My name is Janae Honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I just finished up my career with UCLA. Um, I was there for four years, and I initially walked on to the team for my first three years and earned a scholarship for my last year. And I am from Central California, so if anybody knows where Fresno or Bakersfield or Bakersfield is, um, that's where I'm from, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so hi, my name's Christine. I'm in the gymnastics world, a lot of people know me as Peng. Um, I'm from Toronto, Canada. I came to UCLA uh, in 2012, so a long time ago. <laughs> and I originally was going to um, stay for a fifth year, but I ended up continuing my four years of NCAA eligibility and graduating in my sixth year. Awesome. Cool. Well, why don't you guys, I want to know a little bit more about how you got into the sport of gymnastics and what brought you to UCLA. Okay. So um, I started gymnastics when I was five, about to turn six. And I got into it because in preschool, I would constantly be on the monkey bars um that was the first thing I ran to when recess when you used to call it recess yep. um happened and I would do just things that normal children wouldn't do because you know how kids hang upside down from their knees I would hang from my feet and <laughs> um and the teachers kind of caught on to that and told my parents to enroll me in gymnastics classes and prior to like taking classes, I didn't know anything about the sport and it kind of just started out as a fun thing. And honestly, I wasn't promising when I started. I was terrible. <laughs> and I don't think anybody, I don't think even, or any of the coaches really saw like potential. You know, it wasn't like that. Oh, she's talented. Like, like, you know, cause I always had issues with my form and stuff. But as I started progressing throughout the levels, I wasn't scared to do any skills and it just kind of came easier to me. And they're like, Oh, well, she is good. Okay, cool. Like, so <laughs> yeah. So I started competing 
when I was six. So I was in the sport for a year before I started competing. And then I did two years of level five, skipped level six, two years of level seven, and then eight, nine, ten. And then by the time I was a level 10, I think I was, I think I was 13. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You got to level 10 fast. <laughs> I did. I, like I said, it wasn't like the first year of me being a level 10. I don't think I had a good or a solid level 10 season until I think my junior year, my sophomore and junior year. Yeah. So awesome. And what gym did you go to? I went to a little gym, Central California <laughs> Gymnastics Institute. Okay. So CC, CCGI. It's been a while. I'm sorry. Was that where Kristen Parker went? Yes, yes. So okay. she was the one that kind of started my little dream to go to UCLA because she um, was the last gymnast to, you know, go to UCLA. And she was on the national team, I think, um, or sorry, the national championship team. Was it 2000 and 2001, I think? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, she was awesome. I actually competed against her in club. Did you really? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. She was so cool. And I remember, I will always remember one time she came back uh, to the club gym. And I think I was 12 or something. And she just threw some Jaegers. Like, she was for sure well in her 20s, like late 20s or something. Oh and I don't think she had kids yet. But she was just throwing these big skills. And I was like oh my gosh, I don't even know how she's doing that if she's been out of the sport for a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, she was amazing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And Pang, why don't you tell us, well, first, why does the gymnastics community call you Pang and not Christine? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Do you want like a fast version? <laughs> sure. I'm right. Okay. So when I was 10 years old, my gymnastics coach asked me if I had a Chinese name. And I had no idea why she was asking me, but I told her, yeah, I do. My grandma gave me a name, and it's Peng Peng. And so she said, oh, that's really cool. Like, I think we want to use it for competition. But I didn't think she was taking it seriously. I thought she was just kind of joking around. And so I didn't know why she got everyone in the gym to start calling me Peng Peng. And then in my first competition with that gym club, they actually announced Peng Peng over the intercom. But I didn't raise my hand because I didn't know it was me. So she finally explained it after and she said, well, um, like, I think they saw potential in my gymnastics um, when I was 10. So they really wanted me to get my name out there. And they thought Ping Ping would stand out a lot more than Christine. So that's how that thought process happened when I was 10 years old. Oh my so gosh. that's why they started calling me Ping Ping. Wow. And yeah. why don't you give us a little bit more background on like how you got into the sport of gymnastics and the the club that you trained with before coming to UCLA? Sure. So I kind of been all over the place. I started when I was four years old and I got into the sport because I was just extremely hyper as a child. My parents were like, hey, we need something to exude her energy because she's too much to handle, basically. <laughs> so they put me in gymnastics, didn't work. I would come home and still climb the couches and all the walls. But I actually quit when I was seven because I hated the sport. So I got moved up to a competitive program when I was five. And all we did was conditioning. So in Canada, you can't compete until you're eight years old at the time. Oh, my gosh. And I absolutely hated the sport. So my mom took me out and I uh, stopped for a year. And then I moved cities. So that was in a small town called London, Ontario. Okay. And I moved to Richmond Hill, Ontario, which is closer to Toronto, so more of a big city. 
And I, my mom asked me when I was eight years old, just for summer activities, she said, oh, do you want to try gymnastics again? And I said, sure, only if it's for fun, because I was not having fun before. Mm-hmm. So I finally went to a gym club called Richmond Hill Gymnastics Club. Um, and that's where I started competing um, for the first time. And I absolutely fell in love with the sport. I fell in love with competing. I fell in love with performing and getting all the routines and stuff. And I was, okay, Canadian levels are a little different. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is compared to the American levels, but I was a level provincial level three at the time. Okay. And then I think I moved up to provincial level four, not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> um, but then when I was 10 years old, I wanted to take gymnastics more seriously. The gym club told me that if I wanted to pursue like anything bigger than provincial level, that they wouldn't be able to help me out because it was such a small gym club. So that gym club was called Richmond Hill Gymnastics Club, and it was more recreational and just for fun. And That's so I ended up joining Sports Seneca, and Sports Seneca was all elite athletes. So anything that they were doing, they were only competing nationally, and they had no provincial athletes. So I ended up trying out for that gym, and I got in. And I at love or at age ten, that's when my gymnastics really blossomed and it really grew um, into how I do gymnastics today. And that was um, when I was ten years old. Uh, then I became like a I don't know what the levels are compared to, but it's called pre novice. <laughs> and then okay, um, yeah. So I started off as pre novice. And then yeah, yeah. So what level? <laughs> like the, the girls that compete internationally and stuff like that or are competing in the olympics and stuff for canada what level what are they classified as so they're called um senior national seniors got it i was a pre-novice at age 10 and then age 11 i got to a novice level and that's when i joined the national team at age 11 i competed at my first elite canada which is like a halfway halfway throughout the year nationals and then that's when i started to realize i had a lot of potential because i was an underdog coming in I, there were a lot of big names being thrown around in the country, like Charlotte Mackey, Brittany Rogers, and Christina Vakulik, and I was kind of a newcomer, so I didn't know where I stood against all of them, and so I finally won my first Bars and Beam um, event final, and so that's when the national team was like, oh my gosh, we want you to come join. After that, I went to junior level, I want to say 13, I don't remember. <laughs> But that, um, at 13, actually, yeah, I'd say around 12, 12 and 13, I started going to international meets. So my first international meet was called Gymnix International. And they put me, I was a novice at the time, but they put me in at a junior level. So I was competing against a lot of girls who were older than me. And then they, I actually medaled on again, bars and beam. (laughs) And so, um, those were my two very strong events growing up. And then I hit senior level when I was, I want to say, 14. (laughs) Okay. So I started competing internationally as a senior when I was 14. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. And Deanna, (laughs) you aren't a gymnast, but you found the gymnastics team, I guess, at the end of 2014. So you had already been at UCLA for a couple of years. I graduated already, yeah. Oh, wow. How did you, like, what was the connection that brought you into the world of gymnastics and how did that all come about? Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up, I always loved watching the Olympics. And so I definitely, like, I have a really clear memories of watching, like, 2008, watching the, the American 
team in 2008 with like Nastia and Sean and all of them uh, and Sam Peshek. <laughs> and so I was like somewhat of a gymnastics fan. Like I knew the names of people on the team, but I wasn't like a really big, like I had no idea what anything was like names of skills or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, throughout college, like I I actually, my freshman year was the same year as Sam Peshek's. And I remember at orientation, and I saw her and was like, oh, my God, that's Sam Peshek from the Olympics, <laughs> um, which I don't even know if she knows that story. But, um, yeah, she happened to be in my orientation session. But so then over the four years I was in school, I went to a few gymnastics meets here and there with my friends just to watch. But I didn't necessarily have a, you know, I wasn't I didn't go to like every meet or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I was always interested in the team and like you know as I said went to meet some stuff um and then I started interning the end of my senior year for the UCLA athletics department doing video production for them and I was kind of working on videos um across sports and I remember I was like wow I wish I could just like do this but only with gymnastics (laughs) um and then my assignment so then yeah that summer I graduated and was trying to figure out what I was doing so I was working for a tv network here in LA and then also was still kind of interning for the athletics department and I got assigned to do a gymnastics video so that was right before they started production on full out which is Ariana Berlin's movie yeah and so I was supposed to do like a little video uh, from UCLA athletics point of view about like here's our athlete she's having a movie made about her like make a little video about the fact that this movie is going to be made. So I ended up meeting, I had to interview obviously Ariana Berlin for that video. I had to interview the producer of the movie and I interviewed Ms. Val as well. And so that was kind of my introduction just to the gymnastics team, like my real introduction to them. And um, I guess Ms. Val just really liked me. It was weird. Like I'm kind <laughs> of confusing the storyline now, but I feel like I hadn't even made the video. Like I'd shot the interview and was maybe shooting some B-roll of RE training in the gym. And Miss Val was like, hey, do you want to come be our team videographer? And I was like, I haven't even made the video. You don't even know what this footage looks like. You don't know. She's like, no, I just like you. Like you should work. You should work with us. And so, and it was weird because Miss Val's just kind of like that in a way where she has a lot of ideas and will just say things, but sometimes they're just ideas and sometimes they're reality. So one time I like came into the gym someone at the time was like, hey, I heard you were going to be working with us this year. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> um, so yeah, then I was just, then now I've been on the team for four years. So, <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> so did you study film? No, I did not. I stood, my major at UCLA was communications with okay. a minor in French. However, I have been editing since I was 13. Wow. Um, and then on professional software since I was 15. Um, oh my gosh. How did you get into that? I think I just really liked, like, for some reason, my parents gave me a video camera in eighth grade, which seems like a really big, <laughs> like, at the time, I mean, we didn't have iPhones at the time, really. So that's kind of a pretty big gift for a 13 year old. Yeah. Um, and I would just, like, take it to middle school and, like, make videos with my friends. And then in high school, I was really lucky. My high school had a program um, to kind of learn learn trade skills so I took a multimedia course there which is when I learned Final Cut Pro which is the first professional professional software I learned and so yeah I started using that when I was 15 and I just got super into video production like I was 
I had like a period of multimedia every day. And then my senior year, I also TA'd for the multimedia teacher for another period. So I was just in there for two, like he would just let me work on this, my video stuff. Um, so I was in there for two periods each day out of six. So I'd spent a third of every day editing videos in high school oh my um, gosh. or for my senior year. And That's then, awesome. and then I kind of thought that um, videography wasn't a real like viable job option. I was like, there's no way I could actually sustain myself doing this. So I thought about applying to film school and then ultimately decided against it. I wanted to study something a little broader. So um, I did communications, but all of my internships in college were still doing video production. So did you think when you were done with school that you would go into the entertainment industry? Mm, I didn't really know, honestly, what I was doing at the end of school. I think I've always maybe wanted to work in entertainment of some sort or I mean, I really like making videos, but I like making videos that are that get seen by people. Right. So in that sense, I always kind of wanted to work with in, in entertainment in the sense that I wanted to work with someone who has a platform to get my videos seen. Got it. If that makes sense. Very cool. Wow. So the next question I have for all you guys is how did you end up at UCLA? And was, you know, for Janae and Peng, were you, was gymnastics something you knew you wanted to do in college? No, I actually did not want to do college gymnastics. Uh, I didn't want to do gymnastics after. So my goal um, when I was young was to go to the two, 2012 Olympics. And okay. then after that was re to retire. <laughs> so <laughs> I was planning on going to school in Canada, but I ended up um, getting a back injury, which actually set me back a lot because I was told to not do any physical activity for a year. And that was when I was 14. Oh my gosh. I believe. At that point, I didn't even know if I was going to do gymnastics. And I really wasn't focusing on anything with gymnastics at that point. It was kind of more just get my back better. Maybe I'll go into a sport like tennis. <laughs> but then I actually got a phone call from one of my teammates, um, Elise Hoffner Hibbs. And she, that was her first year at UCLA. And so she said, Peng, like, I'm having so much fun. You need to come down and check this out. And to me, Elise was one of those really serious gymnasts in our gym. So when I heard she was having fun, I was so intrigued. I was like, wait, Elise is having fun? I need to go check this out. <laughs> so um, my parents and I, our whole family, we went down to UCLA. I didn't know what UCLA was, really. The only schools I knew in the States were the Ivy League schools, so like Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, yep. and I knew Stanford. I went down, checked out the school, and when Miss Val... I met Miss Val for the first time that I remembered. She actually came to our gym a couple times, but I don't remember her at all. <laughs> so I thought I was meeting Miss Val for the first time. <laughs> but she was telling us her philosophy at UCLA, and they really um, look at academics and both athletics. And so I really liked their philosophy on how they're not just athletes. And she mm -hmm. was just talking to us about the atmosphere at UCLA and what the collegiate level was. Because I had come from an elite background. I thought gymnastics in college was going to be like 25 plus hours a week still like at that high of a level. And so it was a lot for me to learn what the college level was. And so that's part of the reason why I didn't want to come to or to do college gymnastics because I thought it was still going to be the exact same. So uh -huh. when I went, I watched my first collegiate gymnastics meet. And they looked like they were having a blast. Like it looked like something completely different to me. And it, it, it intrigued me so much. She told me that the routines that I had been doing in elite would be basically cut in half. And so that even intrigued me more <laughs> because <laughs> it meant that I could maintain the level that I was doing 
in the collegiate level, especially when I didn't even know if I could do gymnastics again. So right there and then on that trip, Ms. Val actually offered me a full scholarship and my mom, and I, I was shocked because I thought I was just checking out the campus and I didn't know that's how recruiting worked. And so my mom actually told me she, we slept on it and she said, Christine, I think you should take it because I don't think you're going to get another offer as good as this one. <laughs> so I ended up verbally committing right there and then on that trip. And so ever since grade 10, I always knew I was coming to UCLA. I wasn't able to train yet. So a couple months later, I found a gym club, another one, because mine had closed down. So I found a gym club and then my gymnastics just started coming back to me like I had done it, I don't know, a month ago. So it came back really quickly and I that's when I knew I could compete at the college level. Wow. Again, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and Janae? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine was definitely a little different with my road to UCLA. So um, I actually started by the UCLA gymnastics summer camps. My first camp was when I was 12. I was 12 and I had former teammates that had gone the actually no I had I was supposed to go with the group of teammates and we were all supposed to go together but then something happened and one broke her foot and then the other couldn't go so I ended up going by myself <laughs> so I was definitely a little nervous because I mean I didn't really have any friends and I was spending the night there too I was an overnight camper and mm -hmm. so I went there and absolutely loved it. I loved the food. The food is amazing in the dining halls. <laughs> if, you have, if you haven't been told that before, it's true. Yes, like the campus and I love the coaches. Um, Chris was the first coach that I met. So that was like my first initial, you know, contact because, you know, he was the first coach that I worked with. I remember because my first camp he had, I swear he had a cast and it was up to his hip, but he claims it was only <laughs> to like his knee because he tore his Achilles, but I swear it was his whole leg. But, um, <laughs> so that's I remember what, that. Do you, something yeah. on the trampoline or something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just, we tell that story or we talk about that story all the time because, you know, that was literally like my first uh, memory <laughs> of him. But um, so after that camp, because I just, I loved the team, I loved the girls, I loved the coaches and the atmosphere of it. I was like, okay, this is the school I want to go to. Because growing up in gymnastics, like I said, as I started growing up and getting better in the sport, it wasn't until I was about, basically until I went to the camp where I was like, okay, I can take this somewhere, I can go get a college education and use gymnastics to get there. So I was like, okay, that's going to be my next goal because initially it started as a fun thing and not really a serious thing. Mm -hmm. And after the camp, I came back to tell my coaches that UCLA is the school I want to go to. You know, Kristen Parker went there and I went there too. And the answer I got from them wasn't exactly what I was expecting. And for a 12-year-old, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. But um, they said after I told them like where I wanted to go they said oh you'll never be able to compete for UCLA because you know they have Olympians and they recruit elites and you would just oh. you would just kind of be on the team you'll never be able to compete and it's just it was very discouraging at the time hearing that because it's yep. coaches are supposed to motivate you to reach your goal they're supposed <laughs> to help 
make your dreams come true, you know, and hearing that it was just like very discouraging. And I heard that same message for the next six years until I left for UCLA actually. And during the whole recruiting process, you know, they were just trying to push other schools on me that to me, in my mind, there were schools that I would just kind of settle for. And I knew I wouldn't really grow as a person or an athlete. And I knew going to UCLA because, you know, Miss Val, like they also teach life lessons and they're a life coach. And I know that I knew coming to UCLA would enhance me as a person as well as an athlete. I kind of just took it upon myself to make that dream a reality. And despite what I was hearing on the daily in the gym, it was just kind of like I kept that goal in mind and worked really hard. And and then it came to a point where um, a coach came in and really worked on my technique with my last two years at uh, in club, which is really what I needed to kind of just get myself in there. But um, honestly, I think, you know, me going to the summer camps almost every year, I didn't go the year that Nasty Lucan went there because it filled up really quickly. So, <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, so I think, honestly, that's essentially what kind of made it happen. And Chris Waller was able to work with me, like, one-on-one and kind of get to know my character and my personality and my work ethic. And honestly, I think that's what did it because I didn't go to any other camps. It was just UCLA, and I did have some backups, but that was, like, my main my main goal. That is awesome. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Thank wow. you. That is awesome. What an inspiring story. Thank you. So. Okay, I'm going to lighten it up a little bit, and I'm going to ask you guys about your favorite leotards and Lucky Leos. Do you do you guys have a Lucky Leo or a favorite Leo or one that just resonates as being the most memorable leotard you ever wore in your career as a gymnast? Oh, like, so not just college? Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, that opened do... a lot of doors. <laughs> I, was, I well, really did. both. It's the the podcast is life in a Leo, right? So I want to know. That's true. Right. A little bit of okay. Le- I think Leo I love. have my answer. <laughs> Jay, you want to go first? <laughs> okay. Well, in club, honestly, I didn't. It was just really hard. Okay, so my favorite color is purple. So honestly, any I I feel like we always wore GK, right? Was it GK? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, GK Leos. And I remember I got this new, it was just always an exciting time when you get new Leos, you know, when you go to gym and you're like, look at my new Leo. I just got it today. And you just feel <laughs> like you're the star of the gym or for practice that day. But, um, actually I have this Leo that I got and it, I remember it just looked like a sports bra pulled down really far in the back and it was black, that part. And then it was just like all purple and it was like a really pretty purple and I loved it. And I wore it probably I wanted to wear it more like than once a week, but I think I I wore it at least every week for sure. So yeah. (laughs) And then can I say UCLA one too? Yeah. Well, this one's going to be really hard to describe because last time I tried, I was like, well, it's navy blue with sparkles. And I was like, (laughs) "Um, that's like every UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be a little more specific. Oh no. You know what? Actually paying that was Sonia that said that. Yeah, it was Sonia. (laughs) That's what it reminded me. But we made fun of her. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one that I wore for Pac-12s in 2016 when I was the co-champion on bars, but it, it was navy. <laughs> and Did it have sparkles? It had sparkles, but it had, like, the pink ones, too. It was, like, the – was it the rainfall? I can't it remember. It had, like, the scallops in the neckline with, like, the little cutouts? No, no, no. It was one – it was, like, mesh off the top, and then it had, like – 
oh, rhinestones yep. okay. with like straight lines on the way down in this one. Oh, the what icicle one. Icicle. Yeah, I said rainfall. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, icicles like frozen rainfalls. So. There you go. So I'm yep. kind of on yep. the right track. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, those are my two favorite. Awesome. Uh, I would say I'm trying to think back in club. I don't know what my favorite i liked patterns so anything i could get my hands on with patterns and very intricate details i loved like i always made my own leotards online i i don't i think it was you jagwear i don't know if, that's yeah so you cool. custom make it it's called jagwear we never and had that. I, I think it's a canadian yeah. <laughs> leotard <laughs> company but you can like pick the colors of like what straps you want and like what design you want and stuff like that um oh, cool. and then but in at UCLA, my favorite one was the periwinkle one. So it was navy blue in the front, and it had crisscrosses in the back. And so that was one of my favorites um, while being at UCLA. But I think my new favorite might be the Nationals one. I would have to say <laughs> that one was the most memorable for me <laughs> just because of how, like, how we finished off as a team and just um, getting two perfect tens on my events was definitely a highlight of the year. And so that one – was the most memorable to me. Yeah. And, but I think the periwinkle one will always be one of my favorites. We wore that for senior night. So I was hoping to have a little magic in there, <laughs> but it didn't <laughs> for me at least. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's not like the most comfortable Leo too. It's that's one why of I like that comfortable. one. And I, I think that periwinkle makes me look a lot more tan. I think that's why I like it too. <laughs> like I could sleep just, in that Leo. Yeah. It, and it accentuates your color very nicely. So that's nice. why I like that one. <laughs> Awesome. Deanna, do you have a favorite leotard? Um, or one that I was, videos yeah. well? <laughs> right. I was thinking the the pink one with the scallop neckline mm-hmm. um, that they wear for pink meets every year. It just like the pink just adds this really nice pop that I think looks really nice in uh, in photos and video. Oh, cool. Yeah. That one's, oh, I wow. think, one of my mom's favorites too. I want to talk a little bit more about your gymnastics and experience at UCLA or just even growing up in the sport have you guys always had the same I mean paying I think from the story you shared earlier bars and beam have always been your best events um, actually beam and oh sorry beam and floor had always been my best events I actually struggled a lot on bars <laughs> growing up because I was really small so mm-hmm. I couldn't really reach the low bar I couldn't really reach the high bar and it was really a struggle for me to get any like weight so I didn't have a lot of swing or natural swing so okay. I actually got a lot better on bars once I hit puberty. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And what was your, like, do you have a favorite skill or a best skill that you want each of it on, like, I guess include floor also since that was your favorite at one point? Yeah. <laughs> if I were to do, okay, if I were to, like, say, I don't know, I am retired, but um, <laughs> if I had to do one more skill one last time in each event, I think I would, I loved pack fulls because I, Mm-hmm. Always felt like I had a little bit of air time to just like hang out in the air. And then um beam. I really like doing my flares just because I think it's impressive <laughs> and it's like yeah. very unique. <laughs> and, and especially unique to me. I've been doing that skill since I was 12. Wow. So I've learned it at a very young age. And then floor, I was doing double out full outs right before Olympics in 2012. So I'd love to do that again because I always thought it was so, so much fun to um fly in the air and do that and then vault i can just like leave vault vault can <laughs> i'm not a huge fan of vault <laughs> i keep getting injured on vault so i'm like you know 
It's okay. Gymnastics can be a free, free sport event at this point right now. <laughs> nice. Janae, yeah. what's your favorite event? Funny thing about vault. So, um, <laughs> so actually growing up, vault was my best event in club. And I remember my first, I never did Sukes. I went straight to Yurchenko's and I did Yurchenko Pike in level eight. And it was like my favorite thing ever. And I had this winning streak. And I remember when I went to Yurchenko Tuck Pools, it was like me and this one girl from Wildfire. And every time we competed <laughs> against each other, it was like, who was going to get first or who was going to get the highest score. And then one year she like, um, canceled out my winning streak and I was really sad but no um <laughs> so that was honestly my vault was my best event mm -hmm. growing up and bars was always my favorite mm -hmm. um considering I loved the monkey bars when I was little <laughs> so but um coming into college vault I just don't <laughs> I just hated vault <laughs> I don't know what it was and I came in kind of not extremely mental but I was pretty I balked a lot, so but uh -huh. I I believe I got I got better throughout the years for sure. But freshman year, I think because I was just I think from the insecurity of being told I was never going to compete just really affected me my freshman year. And mm -hmm. e even though I made it and I you know proved my club coaches wrong and I was there, I still like really believed it deep down. So that like mental state like really just affected me my freshman year. And it just really affected vault. I don't know what it was, but the fact that I was standing down in the vault runway, just waiting there and I was just in my head. And then I'm thinking when I'm running and it's just, it wasn't good. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so took the turn for the worst on vault. So I don't really want to do vault ever again. But um, <laughs> at one time it was uh, my best event, but then bars has always been my favorite. And I would say, you want me to say favorite skills? Yeah. On all the events uh, sure okay. okay well yeah like pink um i'm gonna cancel out vault as well because you know okay. it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and then bars i'm going to say my takachev actually i think my takachev and my straddle back are kind of even playing fields because everybody started doing bales at some point and yeah straddle backs are just not a thing and i kind of liked that i still did them and I felt a little more unique, so I definitely loved doing my shawl backs, and it just kind of came so, or it came easier to me because I remember I tried learning bales after the fact of doing shawl backs, and I couldn't do it. I just I don't get it. I really don't understand it. So, <laughs> um, beam. <laughs> we can count about <laughs> I kind of forgot about beam a little bit. My bad. So. <laughs> Um, Did you ever do beam in college? No, I didn't. I trained it my freshman year, though. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. We can, we can cancel out beam. I had the same well, thing. Floor. I did beam my freshman year and then stopped I'm, training it after my freshman year. Because I remember <laughs> I like did punch fronts, but I took off my toenail twice, so I didn't <gasps> like that. Mm, skill. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think I really had a favorite. It's fine. No, we'll cancel okay. out beam. <laughs> and then floor. And then floor. I I remember last summer I learned half in half outs and I absolutely loved like finally getting the air awareness for that. Yeah. Um. So definitely half in half outs and yeah I'm gonna stick with that because I loved learning double A's too and doing those but half in half out is just me getting timing for that was just I was so proud of myself because I'm not a twister so yeah. 
definitely have in half out. Amazing. Flares. I feel like that's like a Canadian gymnast signature move. Specifically, like <laughs> UCLA Canadian gymnast signature move. Did were you inspired by Leah Homa at all or So, no, I Leah Homa didn't compete when I started mm-hmm. gymnastics at that gym club, but we went to the exact same gym club. So, we were under the same coaches. Mhm. Um so she was actually one of my coaches and she coached my first floor routine <laughs> at oh that gosh. new gym club. But um, Carol Angela Orchard, she's our head coach at Sports Seneca. She was all about being unique and different, which is why we had to learn spin double. And we had to learn, like I learned my pack full there. I learned a bunch of different skills there. And so she taught Leah home with the flares. And I remember, I think, I want to say three other girls in our gym did flares. So wow. I wasn't the only one who did them. Um, it was actually like a known thing. Like they would learn flares at our gym, but I was one of the last ones that they had taught. And I was one of the last ones who had kind of competed out of that gym club. Got it. So I kind of like ended the tradition <laughs> this year of the flares, but it, they taught us at a very early age. And I think they, I honestly like kind of like my name. They wanted um, me to stand out with very different gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was strategic as well because they wanted it to be more of a wow factor. So they wanted me to learn it. I don't, I don't think, I think at a young age, I did, I wasn't sure if I was like, oh, I want to learn this and this and this. I think you kind of just follow the coach and say like, you kind of listen to them and they kind of guide you Yep. at that young of an age. So I kind of just followed along. And then I was, as soon as they told me I could learn it, then I think I was really um, determined to get it down. Got it. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in today. There's a lot more we discussed in part two of my interview with Janae, Pang, and Deanna. We haven't even gotten into Bruin banter yet, which is why I thought it would be so much fun to have all three of these ladies together. Did you watch Bruin banter this season? Do you have a favorite episode? Did you watch these ladies compete all season long? Do you have a favorite UCLA gymnastics leotard? Well, we want to hear from you. You can email me at Rebecca at leotard.com or you can always reach us on Instagram at Rebecca's Mom Leo. We want to know who's listening and what things you want to hear about. So definitely reach out to us. Hope everyone is enjoying the warmer weather and continuing to train hard. Don't forget to keep having fun out there and don't forget to point your toes.